Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I just drafted Tyree Kill, 27th overall in a three-wide receiver PPR league. Jacob Gibbs is going to tell you why I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> Welcome to Fantasy Football Today at 5. Jacob does not think Tyree Kill should be going as early as I took him, and his ADP is even earlier. Tyreek Hill is a late second-round pick, but actually on CBS, 32nd overall on CBS. Some of that is non-PPR pushes running backs up a bit, but what, where do you think he should be going and make your first point about Tyreek Hill and why you're a little, a little cautious drafting Tyreek Hill this year? Yeah, I have Tyreek ranked, I think, 41st overall, wide receiver 16, and to be clear, I don't think Adam sucks a fantasy. But yeah, on Tyreek Hill, I just I don't see how things improve really, or even close to what we saw last year when he was the wide receiver six and he's being drafted as a wide receiver eight. Um, the Chiefs were really, really intentional about getting the ball in Tyreek's hands in 2021 um, more than they ever have been before. He was targeted on 27% of his routes. Uh, for reference, only Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, um, and Deontay Johnson had a higher target per route run rate among players with at least 350 routes run. So that was by far the highest mark of his career. Um None of those guys had a rate above 31% for some reference there. So he's at 27%. There's really not a whole lot of room to grow um, from that rate. I think it's pretty likely that's the highest rate we ever see from Tyreek Hill in his career. Um, another another metric that just points towards what ridiculous volume he got last year is his volume hog rate. So if you listen to last week's um, F15 five episodes, you heard me talk about volume hog rate. It's a uh, stat that I just created. You can uh, find out all about it on Sportsline, but basically it just um, looks at the uh, percentage of a team's targets and air yards that a player counts for while they're on the field. And the only player that had a higher volume hog rate than Tyree Kill last year was A.J. Brown. And he, again, he didn't hit the 350-rep qualifier. Brown didn't. So among qualified players, Tyreek had the highest volume hog rate in the NFL on a Patrick Mahomes-led offense, and he finishes the wide receiver six in fantasy. I just don't see it. I don't see how we're drafting him as a top-ten guy in Miami. Uh, for the record, I think I took him as wide receiver 11, something like that. Okay. DJ Moore, Michael Pittman went before him, and I yeah. took Keenan Allen before him in round two, and then I took Tyreek Hill. So it's got to be kind of a wide receiver-heavy uh, draft for me to to take him you know, around the 2-3 turn. But you know, wide receiver 11, I, I can understand if you're saying wide receiver 8 is too early, but... Uh, you know, I, I try not to overthink it. You're going to give me some more troubling data. I try not to overthink it. I, I think he's terrific. I think that he's played now different roles where he's been a downfield guy. Last year, he was more of a short area guy and had a ton of targets. And I think that if they can carry over the offensive system from San Francisco, that should give him plenty of room to make plays after the catch. He's still one of the fastest players in football. So that's why I think, you know, uh, the numbers will be pretty solid at the end of the year. But I don't think he should be wide receiver eight. All right. Well, give me some troubling underlying data about Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so you hit on it um, there. He was used much more as a short yardage target last year um, and just not 
nearly the downfield threat that we've seen. Um, and I think that that could in some ways, you know, maybe indicate a decline here. Maybe it was just a usage thing. Um, but the percentage of his targets that came 15 or more yards downfield was between 33 and 39% in each of the seasons, 2018 to 2020. Last year was down to 23%. Um, same thing, 20 plus yard targets was between 22 and 31%. Last year was all the way down to 15%. Um, so targeted significantly less downfield. As a result, we saw his explosive reception rate drop um, from between 20 to 26% from 2018 to 2020, um, all the way down to 12.6 last year. So explosive reception rate is a percentage of his targets that resulted in a gain of 15 or more yards. Um, and his rate ranked 29th among 35 receivers with at least 100 targets. Um, and then the other thing I mentioned is that we saw his yards after the catch per reception drop as well. And so is he, you know, you know, in this short yardage role because he's, you know, being more efficient at creating yards after the catch. The numbers don't bear that out. I think it's entirely possible that he's just not as good at getting open deep as he has been in the past because he's, you know, possibly slowed down. He is 28 years old. Um, and we've seen his yard per hour run rate decline for five straight seasons now. Um, mm. I think, you know, it's one interesting note with, you know, his deep routes and his deep targets dropping is the Kansas city through deep as a whole less often last right. year. That's what I think it was. I think it was that they were well, playing, you know, they were playing the Chiefs to to give them the underneath stuff. Right. And, and go ahead. I just think it's it's worth noting that um, the rate at which Mahomes threw the ball 15-plus yards downfield to non-Tyree Kill targets uh, didn't drop nearly as drastically as Tyree Kill's rate did. Um, so the rate dropped uh, by 20% in 2021 compared to 2018 to 2020. Um, and that was the amount of 15-plus yard targets and then the amount of 20-plus yard targets um, for non-Tyree Kill players dropped by 7%. For Hill, those drops were 34 and 39%. Um, and then it's the same thing when we look at man coverage, which is another thing that stands out to me. It's something that I note a lot with older receivers is they've been dominant against man coverage throughout their whole career. And then we see that start to drop off. And we saw that with Tyreek as well. He was not targeted downfield nearly as often against man coverage. His yard per route run rate dropped uh, significantly. So it dropped by 6% versus zone in 2021, dropped by 15%. Versus man, uh, he had a career explosive reception rate of 22% versus man coverage. That was all the way down to 12% uh, in 2021. So as someone who looks at this a lot, it's just not the types of indicators that you want to see popping up um, for a receiver as he approaches the age of 30. Um, and especially since they coincide with the timing of that receiver being traded away by an organization that, you know, has been perennial odds on favorites for the Super Bowl and is trying to maximize their window with a win now, you know, franchise quarterback. Why would they do that? Why would they trade away Tyreek Hill? You know, I think it's money. possible. Money. <laughs> why, why would they do that? I think money. It's possible. <laughs> when you give Ty, when you give Patrick Mahomes five hundred million dollars or whatever they gave him, I think they backed themselves into a corner. I think so, but I mean Tyreek is the guy that they chose, and they don't have a lot of depth to receiver. They didn't like in terms of clear top end playmakers. Um, I don't know. I think it's possible that he has fallen off and we have a lot of underlying data that does point towards that. All right. I, I'm not, I'm fortunately, we're not going to be able to get to, you know, everything you wanted to talk about, but I, I will just say that um, he's 28. I mean, that's, there's plenty of wide receivers who are great at age 28. I don't think that's really an age of, of uh, where they fall off a cliff or anything like that. Um, in terms of Tua Tungavailoa, you know, you look at Kirk Cousins a couple years ago, he was QB 11 and he produced two top 10 wide receivers. Uh, last year, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks actually produced two top 16 wide receivers, not per game. Uh, so you don't have to have an amazing quarterback. Jared Goff once gave us two top 13 wide receivers, actually twice gave us two top 16 wide receivers. So I just think the targets will be very concentrated between the two main guys. I think you'll see a, a decent amount of 
you know, probably 90-plus catches from Hill. And he's going to make some plays, man. I have more faith in Tyreek Hill, but I do appreciate the advanced stats. Jacob Gibbs, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a DK Metcalf uh, profile. See you later. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.